Hey, this is Ali Einhorn. Welcome to the Talkhouse podcast. Today I'm joined by... Hi, I'm Amy Rose Spiegel, Talkhouse Music's Editor-in-Chief. Today on the podcast, we've got Courtney Barnett in conversation with Julia Shapiro of Chastity Belt. Two fantastic talents. I have to say, it has been such a joy watching Courtney Barnett's career unfold. I got to catch her first U.S. show. This was solo acoustic. It was a Pitchfork event for CMJ Festival, RIP, at a fantastic raw space in Williamsburg. Now I caught up with her last year. She had just opened for Blur at Madison Square Garden. And we chatted for a few minutes about her meteoric rise. Now here's the thing. Courtney Barnett has exploded, but she's only put out one record. Well, that's about to change. She's got a collaboration LP coming out with Kurt Vile. She also has been working on her next solo record. It's so awesome. And Chastity Belt's Julia Shapiro has been really busy too. With Chastity Belt, she's just put out a new record called I Used to Spend So Much Time Alone. And that dropped this summer. This talk was actually recorded from the road where Chastity Belt is supporting the record on tour. Right. Shouts to Brighton Music Hall in Boston, where Julia had just finished sound checking with Chastity Belt when they connected. Now, speaking of sound checking, there is a little bit of that through this talk. I think this is a first for the Talkhouse podcast. The opening band for the night decided to check their drums and guitar during the conversation. Well, I mean, it's only appropriate seeing as these two, I think, met on tour and became friends on a tour together. So they actually both have world tours coming up and they do discuss life on the road. Most interesting to me in this talk, though, was the way that they discuss songwriting. Yes. I was really surprised to hear about Courtney's songwriting process. She talks about being a melody first songwriter. I always thought that a literate songwriter like her would be starting with the words. Right. I think when you think Courtney Barnett, you think of somebody who's very poetic and very specific with their language. And when she gets into sometimes the struggles of fixing that to a melody that she's written first, it's really interesting. And I think that Julia Shapiro is the kind of songwriter who's able to have that conversation with her in a way that really elucidates it for the rest of us. You mentioned before that these two are friends. They're also very like-minded artists both drawing very heavily from a classic 90s indie sound. Now that manifests in one way in Chastity Belt's new record being recorded at Jackpot in Portland, Oregon. That's of course where Elliot Smith cut a lot of his classic records. Their talk also takes in working with Wire's new member, Matthew Sims, as the producer on the new record. It's really cool. So they get into a lot of really good stuff here and we're excited to let them take it away. Should we roll the tape? Let's roll it. Julia. <laughs> hey, Court. <laughs> What's up? Um, I'm just here in Boston. Oh, wow. Are you doing a show? We are doing a show. You're not on stage right now? <laughs> no. Just did a sound check. Now I'm in the green room. That would um, be a fun concept, though, to do an interview from stage live to Australia. Um, <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. That would be great. <laughs> so are you in your little home studio? Uh, <laughs> I'm at my little my little warehouse um, and it's so cold. I've got a hot water bottle. Um, Ooh, it's winter there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty serious Melbourne winter. Oh, gosh. So you're on tour. You're touring a new album? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Is it going good? Um, yeah, this is like the fifth show maybe, something like that. So uh -huh. pretty early on into it. 
I'm excited about your um, bands that you have with Kurt Vile. Oh yeah, you'll have to. Um, and I hope you can come to a show. Yeah, I saw you're playing in October in Seattle, so I think we'll be around. Oh, cool! We'll definitely come to that. And yeah. Janet Weiss is in it. Yeah, I'm so excited. That's so cool. She's yeah. so cool. How did you get this super group together? Um, super group. We, well, <laughs> it, yeah, it was a weird, like, um, pre- oh, my God, is that a sound check? Yeah, there's some, <laughs> do you hear the drums going on? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, <laughs> we, oh, yeah, so me and Kurt kind of recorded these songs, and, um... <laughs> <laughs> That's a good snare tone. But yeah, it sounds pretty good. We recorded it with some friends in Melbourne and um cool. And then we just I don't know, we we kind of wrote down a list of our favorite our favorite musicians and <laughs> called them up to see if they were available. <laughs> and luckily nice. luckily they were. You just call them up. Yeah, that's great. How did you meet Kurt? Um, I don't know, really. I remember I did a show with him ages ago, but we we didn't really become friends at that show. It was so brief. Yeah. Um, and then, I th- yeah, we kind of got some mutual friends. I was I, I was looking at one of his newer records, and um, in the thank you credits. I saw my friend's name, my friend in Melbourne. I was like, oh, my oh, God, nice. you're on, you're on Kurt Vile's, um thank you notes. And she's like, oh, wow, that's so nice. And then I realised that they've been friends for ages. And then the next time he came over, because she moved into my old house, so the next time he was in Melbourne, we had, like, a barbecue and... Um, oh, nice. You're always having a Barbie. Did we have a Barbie? With yeah. You? Well, you were gone at that point. You missed uh, the Barbie. Uh. The Bobby. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, we got some guitar tones going on. It sounds like a uh, a uh, a Fender 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 Jaguar. Um, <laughs> could be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're really picking up on that tone. <laughs> Yeah, um, I can spot it, it does sound a mile away. Probably a jaguar. <laughs> Sounds like a jaguar. You know, <laughs> I've been in studios where people are like, yeah, that's a, like, this specific kind of amp. And I'm like, how do you know that? How can you tell that from listening to a... That's crazy. A sound. It just sounds like a guitar. Yeah. Because there's so many other different, like, things that could be going, like, there could be pedals going on different guitars that's crazy so many factors I almost don't even believe them that they know I know that yeah who knows yeah I don't I feel kind of dumb about gear I'm not I'm just like not that interested in it but I do I have been getting into pedals oh really yeah when using some more pedals um See, like, I don't even know the names of them, but I, like, know the names. I don't know the brand or whatever. Uh, oh, yeah. I have, a, I have a distortion pedal, just your simple, like, overdrive. 
Classic. Um, and then classic. And then I got this other one that's it's like a heavy metal pedal. Oh, it's whoa. like the cheapest pedal. Is it's it, so cheap? But I think I have one on a. Is it metal zone? <laughs> I have the metal zone. I'm pretty sure it's just called it's called a heavy metal and it's like black oh. and it has this kind of like chicken scratch metal red like bloody um, font going on. Oh cool. But yeah, I use that on a couple songs, mostly just to create some feedback or like it's pretty nice if I want to do like finger tapping. Do you ever do that? I saw you do finger tapping on that last tour. I was like, what What have I missed? You're like a shred doctor now. Uh, I feel like I started doing it as a joke and then it was so fun <laughs> that I just kept doing it. I don't, I've never like done I'm, it. I, I don't know how to do it. I'll get some masterclasses. It's master pretty easy if you just, you just need like a really loud pedal and then it's just basically like hammer-ons. Um, yeah. I don't know. I always feel pretty dumb doing it, but I it's so fun that I have to have to keep shredding. <laughs> yeah, no, that sounds that sounds good. Don't don't ever stop. <laughs> yeah, I like I feel like how many songs could I have with tapping in it though? Just like every song, I do a whole album. I don't <laughs> a whole album of finger tapping. Every song ends with me, yeah, <laughs> with me finger tapping. Uh, I recommend trying it. I think you could. I think you'd be good at it. I'll give it a go. I've been doing. You already. It's like you don't use a pick, so. Oh yeah. There free frees up your whole. Hand I'm halfway there. there. Yeah. I've been messing around with like tunings and different oh, yeah. like weird strings and um I just started using this tuning um for a bunch of new songs that's like I don't know the bottom string is like a C sharp <laughs> and um I don't know the rest of it is down that much I kind of did it dropped a lot but then some of the strings are off as well I don't really know what it is, but it sounds really cool. I kind of—it's fun to experiment with different tunings. Yeah, it just and and because I was doing a whole bunch of writing, so it kind of it it just it just you know inspired all these different uh different songs came out of it because my you know how your fingers kind of always do the same thing you always go to the same yeah chord and 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 you do the same like finger tapping solo <laughs> um so yeah yeah it, it it's, really, like, it's a nice up, way to break like, away yeah <laughs> break away from your patterns yeah i've i've only really written i've written a couple songs in drop d and then there's like there was like a drop D one with like, it might've just been like open D chord. Oh yeah. Um, but I haven't gone too far beyond that. I've been doing that thing lately of like, um, when I've been struggling with writing, um, just being like, maybe I need a new pedal to write this song. Yeah. You know, I think it can, it can definitely help. Like, I don't think it helps. Some I think it's a bad, it's a bad trap. <laughs> it is a trap to fall into. I think. Yeah. It's it's dangerous. If like if you can't if if a song isn't good with like just playing it on a shitty acoustic, then it won't be better with a million pedals. It's kind of true. 
Acoustic guitar is the real test. Like, yeah. Yeah. No gimmicks, just straight up. <laughs> straight up here. <laughs> I want to know more about your new album. I've been listening to it a lot because I kind of got it. I got a sneak preview a long time ago. Mm, yeah. And, I, and that was really exciting. So I've spent a lot of time with it and I like it a lot. Well, thank you. <laughs> are, you, are, you are you happy with it? Are you happy with where it's, uh, where it does, is it going to a different place live? Yeah, I feel happy with it. It feels like a pretty natural progression from our last album. And I feel like the recordings capture like the live performance pretty well. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel good about it. It did take a while for us to like get it there because Matthew Sims, who produced it, um, yeah, he's in Wire. He's like the new member of Wire. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. He did our last album too, actually, but he didn't. He just mixed our last album. Yeah. But yeah, so like the mixing part of it was pretty frustrating because it was all done over email because he was in oh, England. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just like lots of back and forth and trying to describe sounds instead of like being able to hear them and like in yeah. real time and be like, ooh, a little less of that or whatever. That's um, such a hard, a hard process to do it that way. <laughs> yeah. It took a really long time, but I'm happy with the result. It it definitely took a lot of patience um, to get there. <laughs> yeah, it was he. He was um, on stage when we saw them. I was with you in like were we in Berlin? And we oh yeah, we were in Berlin. We watched them. Yeah, he was the one doing all that crazy stuff. He has like that huge pedal board, and a yeah. lot of times he's just like creating atmospheric sound and like. He's like on his knees, like turning knobs and stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, that's Matthew. He so he had like he had a really good idea of like different guitar tones we could use, and he brought a bunch of pedals. Um, we layered a bunch of different guitar sounds. Yeah, so that was cool. Like that part of it turned out really great. I think it, it has a nice full quality to it compared to. Our previous recordings, which were most, like, we barely did any overdubs. I find it so hard, um, like, communicating my, just putting those kind of thoughts into into words, like, about sounds and all that kind of technical stuff. It's such a weird, I don't yeah. know, mixing and recording is, is so strange like that. Yeah, I feel like we're pretty poetic about how we describe how we want it to sound, but yeah. usually it makes sense. I feel like I've like picked up some terms just from doing this process a few times, but yeah, it's still it's still hard. It's hard to describe something. Yeah, that's not like visual at all. Yeah, yeah, I know. So my favorite song on the album is um, "Different Now." Is that what it's called? That's it, yeah. Yeah. I really love that song a lot. Thanks. I feel um, like, you know, when people, like, say to people that I feel like you wrote that song for me, to me, <laughs> that's what I feel like when I listen to it. I feel like a, a creepy fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's really sweet. 
I feel that way about like so many songs that you've written. So that's cool. That's cool. It can go both ways. Oh, that's good. That's less um. awkward. <laughs> yeah. That's nice. No, I though. mean, before I even met you, I was like, I, f- I was like, oh, we could be friends. <laughs> Just from listening to your lyrics. I was like, oh, yeah, she gets it. Oh, that's good. Good connection. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Relatable content. Did we become friends in uh, Seattle? That's when we like first the record met. Store? Yeah. Yeah, at Sonic Boom. I have a picture <laughs> that we took um, together then. And then, oh, and then we met another time, like the next day at Sub Pop. That's right. Man, we go back so far. We really do. <laughs> yeah, I remember you guys, uh, um, I like, I'm a real hoarder and I, um, you like wrote down your email or something for me that day or phone number and, um, and I just had it in my wallet for ages and I had like, you know, some like business cards, it was like some people that I met and I just, um, I kept holding on to it and then when we came back and did that tour, I was like, I want them to play with us because yeah. it is like I'm so that glad little, it worked out <laughs> that little piece of paper <laughs> that I've been carrying around for like a year or more thank I don't god know. yeah because it was a while it must have been like over a year later that we did the tour yeah 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 it must have been ages and I because I, th- I, think, I think on the piece of mm. paper it was like um you can, <laughs> you're like, you guys should come skinny dipping with us. <laughs> and maybe you wrote that on the piece I... of paper. And I'd, I'd always like look back at it and be like, what? Why does it say? <laughs> I don't think we said skinny <laughs> dipping. You did. But that is kind of what we meant. We were like, we'll go night swimming. <laughs> like swimming at night <laughs> in the lake. No, we you were said really skinny into that, dipping. That summer. Really? I, w- I wouldn't make That's it up. That's kind of embarrassing. <laughs> I wonder Maybe if you still have swimming. that paper. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I could check. See who's lying. I'm excited to come back to America. I miss it. Yeah. When does the tour start? Um, October. October, November. Um, and then I'm having my 30th birthday in Philly. You should come. <laughs> oh, Wow. <laughs> Oh, do you have a show that night? Having your birthday on on tour? Yeah, but it makes the show, the vibe of the show, a little weird. I would, I would think. I've I've never played a show on my birthday, but I've been on tour. Mm. I was in Australia actually for my last birthday. So you're writing right now. You're writing music, right? Correct. Did you already record? Um, You haven't recorded yet. Oh, I did. I did a, a bunch of recording in. October last year. Oh yeah. And I was kind of writing and recording as I was going and and that was kind of you know um with with the idea of a new album in sight. But then I don't know, I just kind of did a lot of second guessing myself and kind of um freaked myself out, I think. So then yeah, I had this bunch of songs it sounds kind of cool and I was like playing all the instruments and it was fun and mucking around. And then I don't, yeah, I've been like writing more and then we're going to record. I'm going to 
um, record with David Bones in like next month. So maybe. Oh, cool. Yeah, there'll be. It's kind of scary but exciting. Yeah. Where are you recording? Just around the corner. Oh, nice. That's the place that you've recorded. Oh, before, not right? that one. Or is that it? is also oh, okay. that is also just around the corner, but um, just around the other corner in um, <laughs> in Northcote in Melbourne. So yeah, nice. it'll be really cool. But yeah, I just have had troubles with lyrics. Like you know, when you feel like you have nothing to say, but then yeah. <laughs> the next day you're like, I can't fit all of these ideas into this one song. It's like both both extremes. Um, yeah. I find lyrics to be the hardest part. Yeah. Sometimes they come out so naturally, but then for certain songs, I just can't find lyrics that work for them. Like like the idea of a song, like or, like, you know, like a story or, or, um, or just it's actually like putting words together. Yeah, it's almost just like the melody of songs. Some songs makes it harder for me to come up with something that sounds like not too cheesy or like, mm. yeah, the right flow of words. I don't know. But yeah, I kind of find that like, yeah, at this point I'm like, I don't want to just keep writing songs about the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> How many songs can you write that are like, original ideas it's <laughs> it's a lot of pressure you know <laughs> yeah I get um, what you mean it's yeah I kind of and I don't want to write like the same the same songs because because it, it's boring yeah for me and it's boring for everyone else so it's <laughs> me most importantly <laughs> yeah um, definitely but um but I don't know it's it's been good I've been writing so much it's like I've been getting up um, every morning and um, my good friend um, gave me a typewriter for, for Christmas because um, we used to live together and we used to have like heaps of typewriters and it was this, you know, little um, nice like jerk thing that we had. And, um, <laughs> and, and so she got me one um, and, and I've been writing on it every morning just like, um, you know, like a page or two of just... Um, whatever kind of like stream of conscious, I guess, like whatever comes to my mm-hmm. mind, it doesn't really make sense. And, um, but it's really, it's been really good. Cause I think I, I kept sitting down and like expecting this whole song to come out. Yeah. Which just doesn't happen. And then I would get really frustrated and like really upset at myself. It was like, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> you suck at songwriting. And all of that stuff. <laughs> and then, I don't know, it's been good. So I've just got this, like, pile of paper on my desk. It's That's like, a cool exercise. Yeah. I feel like someone told me that it's good to write first thing in the morning, like, before you've done anything, because you just start off with, like, such a blank yeah. slate, kind of. Um, yeah, I should try that. That's. I feel like... I want to just try new ways of writing songs. Just try something different. Yeah, you should. Uh, you should try that. <laughs> yeah, a lot of times I'll just like look through. I have like a bunch of iPhone notes of just like mm. weird thoughts, 
and yeah. I'll look through those and try to kind of come up with something. They're my favorite when it's like you look at the date and it's like 3 a.m. on whatever. And it's <laughs> yeah. like this really like, um, you know, in the moment it was like really profound and <laughs> this really big like this big idea. And then you read it back and you're like, what? What was yeah. I talking about? What was I thinking? I do that. Um, like I do, do you write stuff down in the middle of the night? Like when you when you wake up yeah sometimes I'll also like sometimes I'll just write something down if I'm in like a room full of people or like yeah. at a party or something and I have an idea I'll just be like in the corner like making notes yeah <laughs> I, I, I think that that I think that's important because I when I don't do it I'm like oh I'll remember this later um you know it's it's such a good idea I'll remember it later and then you never remember it obviously yeah like, no I don't oh. I I really can't trust my memory anymore <laughs> <laughs> gotta write it down gotta write it down yeah it, it but yeah it, <laughs> I do find that sometimes I'll be like playing a song and like writing some lyrics and being like yeah I have this and then I'll come back to it a few days later and I'll be like no this yeah. is horrible yeah I I do that all the time but that that's the process, I guess, right? And then do you do, yeah. do you do the opposite ever though? I, like that's the really satisfying one where you're like, oh, I've done, I've done nothing good today or whatever. Like this writing is all really bad. And then you read it back and you're like, actually, that's a lot better than I gave myself credit for. Or like you find something in there that, I don't know, is interesting and leads, leads to something else. Yeah, so. definitely. So it's all I feel like worth it. Even that if it's happens shit. less often, but <laughs> usually it's like I'll come up with a whole thing and then I'll maybe keep like one line. I'll be like, all right, yeah, that's that's a good line. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like I've I've actually written, I've been writing a lot of like music, but um, don't have lyrics yet. Yeah, that's what I'm stuck on. So yeah, I feel like. Because I don't really think about it as writing, but it is writing. Yeah. Yeah, it's poetry, so. <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, I just, I have a lot of, um, all these songs I'm working on, they're all kind of structurally, like, done and the music is kind of done and, in fact, I've, like, recorded half the music for them, but, and then they have song titles, but they just have no lyrics. <laughs> they're like, I kind yeah. of have an idea of what they're about. But then it's like I've psyched myself out writing. I think I'm um, um, indecisive. So the idea of like deciding on lyrics that are going to be eternal in these songs. Yeah. You know, on this stupid recording that like it exists forever um, has psyched me out. <laughs> <laughs> that like, yeah. you know. I um, get that though. I could make it better it's like, or... Yeah, if there's anything that you look back on in a song that you're like, ooh, like, wish I could have changed that. Like, for me, it's usually, yeah. like, a like the lyrics. Yeah. I'm not usually like, ooh, that one note. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's usually just a line where I'm like, oh, it's a little bit embarrassing. Yeah. But. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to know if you're, like, being too hard on yourself or if it's good that you're being like such a yeah. harsh critic 
Yeah, yeah, I kind of have that thought sometimes of, like, you think that this album that you're making is the most important thing in the world and then you're like, actually, it's so unimportant. <laughs> it's the yeah. most, it's the least important thing in the world. Like, there's much <laughs> bigger things going on in the world and this is not that important. But then it's like, so do you just make something shit that you don't care about? No. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you got to come to some kind of in-between where you're like, all right, at this point I've, like, worked enough on this and I just want to get it out there. And in the large scheme of things, this one line or this one word isn't going to bother anyone else. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, I think just, like, writing more songs has made me a little bit less of a perfectionist about stuff. But then yeah. I'm like, maybe I should be more critical. I don't know. It depends <laughs> on my mood. It really does. Um, you know that, like, would you rather game? Oh, yeah. Love that game. Um, someone said this one to me a while back. Um, would you rather write um, a classic album that is, you know, like on all those lists for, like, the next 100 years of the best album ever made um but then like you can never release another album or um (laughs) so classic album (laughs) classic one album but then like that's you know that's your whole thing for the rest of your life like you're playing the same songs um to arenas and stuff or (laughs) would you would you rather just like write an album like one every three years or whatever um, that kind of like go under the radar a little bit. I think definitely the second one. Like the first one seems like some kind of hell, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like where you're just singing the same songs every night. I mean, yeah, it's kind of that's kind of like selling out versus not in a way. Yeah. But I mean, you can sell out or whatever that term means, and not and like still create. Yeah. more music but yeah definitely the second one I just it's hard for me to just like repeat myself over and over again that's like something that I find so strange even just about playing shows every night like here we go again (laughs) I know it's a funny thing I think the last tour we did was um South America at the end um the end of last year like November and um Mm mm-hmm just for a while I'd been like like I was having fun touring and whatever but but um I just felt like I I was playing the same songs <laughs> and yeah <laughs> and 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 after a while I don't mind cuz I have fun playing the majority of my songs still which I guess is a is a is a good a good sign but it just feels like a bit um like cheating everyone else or something. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, so like, like, we've I, done I, this I trick before. Again. I can't I, tour again until I write more songs. You toured that album a lot, so, I mean, that makes sense. I feel mm. like you guys were touring for, like, a solid two years or something. Is that right? More than that? Yeah, I, I think know. so. Is this the start of your touring for this album? Yeah. Um, yeah, we're doing this, like, Midwest, East Coast tour right now and then 
we're doing a West Coast tour in August and going to the UK and um, Europe in September. Cool. So you're going to um, play a rock show tonight? Yep. Uh, I guess I should let you go and um, go and play play your show to Boston. Yeah. But yeah, it was nice. Uh, it was nice to talk to you again. Yeah, it was great catching up. Give my love to the girls. I will. Yeah, and we'll see you in October, hopefully. Yeah, awesome. Can't wait. Yeah, I can't right. wait. Bye, Courtney. <laughs> Bye. So you think we're going to get an invite to that birthday party? I'm pretty sure we are. Sick. Courtney, you can send it to us on our socials. We're at TalkHouse on Twitter, and we have a great Facebook fan page as well. Just saying. And check out our Instagram for a fantastic picture that Julia sent us of she and Courtney from the road. Thanks so much to Bill Marcus for recording Julia and inadvertently the opening band. Thanks to Courtney for recording her side of the conversation. Our engineer and co-producer is Mark Yoshizumi. And for another awesome talk with Courtney, there's a great TalkHouse podcast between her and Kim Deal, the great. So I highly recommend that one too. Till next time. See you later.